Mario Matter, episode 24. How are we all doing? Today is February 9th, the day after the long-awaited February Direct. We, we, were, we were waiting for this like, like three days ago. How did things turn so fast? Two days ago, we were waiting for this Direct. Two days ago. And then it was announced. It aired. How did things happen so fast? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But the trick is, today as of recording this video, as you hear my voice, it is February 8th. The, the Direct has not even aired yet. So what's going to happen is I'm, I'm here to talk about some news. And then when the Direct airs, I will make another part of this podcast, throw it in towards the end and talk about the Direct. And honestly, I imagine that part will be like half an hour just because there's a lot of news that came out that I was going to come on here and speak about as if there was no direct this week, but then when one got announced, when a direct got announced, I was like, okay, let's talk about a few things and then save all of the rest of it for the direct. Because for example, I had a leak that a Pikmin 4 release date had been leaked. And uh, if they reveal the actual release date in the direct, it wouldn't make any sense to have in this podcast. So that's kind of why... I have reading headlines, one thing to discuss, and then the rest is after the direct. So once again, it'll be about maybe 20 minutes of me right now, and then you'll you'll see about 20, 30 minutes of me after the direct. So right now, this this is me pre-direct. I have no clue what is in it. I'm going live later today as of recording this. So as as you're seeing this, I, I already went live. We already reacted to it, so no point in looking to see if I'm live, but Anyways, I'm sure it was mega fun times, and I hope that we're all doing well today. I hope that everything's going swell in your life on a Thursday. It's Thursday because we are delaying the podcast one day because of the the direct. can't post it the same night. Could I? No, no, I'll, I'll post it Thursday. Yeah, Thursday it is. So we have that. Anything going on with, with, with me? I bought a... Guys, okay. You know what? This could be a topic in itself. So we'll we'll sit here for for a few minutes before reading headlines, okay? I bought a Nintendo 2DS. This is the Ocarina of Time Special Edition. You might ask me, why in tarnation would I buy a 2DS in 2023? Well, I actually have a video coming out on this and why you should, or rather, should you buy a 2DS in 2023? And I, I'm going to turn it on so I can show you. Uh, I really love it, okay? I bought this because I, the the 3DS is one of my, it is my favorite handheld console, one of my favorite gaming systems of all time. And I only had one. It was the 2DS XL. And I'm like, okay, if that ever breaks, I'm screwed. So I'm like, let me get a new member of the family. And it's not a 3DS. I have two 2DSs, one 2DS XL, one 2DS. And uh, I have this 2DS. And so I I bought it. It's just a cool collector's item. It comes with Ocarina of Time. The past owner also has Majora's Mask and Pokemon Ultra Sun. That was part of like the whole buying bundle. Like they charged a bit extra because they had those, those, those games. 
So I have those. The console itself comes with Ocarina of Time. And then I got a new copy of Animal Crossing New Leaf to play on my new town on this 2DS. And do I like it? I won't make a whole segment here of, is it good? Should you buy it? Well, if you like Nintendo, no, no, no. So, should you buy it? Probably, yes, if you want a new 3DS. It's so comfortable. Do you see how, like, how my hands like actually wrap around it? And it's like, it's all like perfect. If you compare that to like my, my 2DS, like, yeah, my hands like wrap around, but it's like they kind of like meet each other right here. They like kind of meet in the middle, and it's like awkward. But with the with the actual 2DS, they like don't even touch. Which is so much nicer. Like, it's not a big complaint, and don't expect a revolutionary difference if you do buy a 2DS, but it is a noticeable difference either way. So that's why I do like the 2DS a lot. So I already I bought a My Nintendo like theme. It's the Link one. I figured it would go well with the Ocarina of Time 2DS. And 2DS is hot right now. 2DSs are in. No, but you can buy a 2DS for as low as 80 bucks on eBay and Mercari and these secondhand sites. Yeah, I mean as low as 80 bucks. I'm not sure what condition. Like it might be it might have some scratches and might be like a blue or a white or some kind of basic 2DS model for 80 bucks. Uh mine has some some scratches too, but honestly guys, I wouldn't be too worried about scratches on your on your 2DS or 3DS if you ever want to buy one used. Unless they're like really big cuz th this one has scratches that I can see in the light with with these big lights on me, but I could never see it while I'm playing the game. Like once again, I see a scratch right there, right there. But while you're actually playing the game, you never even see it. So it's like, it's never really a big deal. Only when you ex when you inspect it, do you ever really see the scratches. Otherwise, you're not really looking at that. So it's like, it, it's scratches are not a big turn off or a turn away. It's not really like that. So I had to come to that realization. I, I used to be like, I want one in mint condition, no scratches, but really, you know, it's fine. Anyways, that's the 2DS story. I'm sure that you, that you guys are all still a bit jittery from last night's direct. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't have my jitters, although I have my like excitement jitters. So that'll be fun to react to later tonight as of recording. But anyways, let's get to our reading headline segment as you guys I'm sure are looking forward to it. Reading headlines, one of the best segments of this whole week and the whole podcast, where we go through articles and, of course, headlines in Google News that are worthy of being on the podcast, but we, we can't talk about them for more than like five minutes. So they're all shoved into a reading headline segment. Now, as I mentioned, a lot of the news this week has become irrelevant because of this direct that got announced. For example, one of the headlines that we were going to talk about was a Pikmin 4 release date. It got apparently leaked. Not sure if it's true or false. It's a rumor and it's leaked. Now, we can't talk about it as of this very second because they might actually announce the release date in the direct in a few hours as of recording this. So... Here's the deal. 
if they announce it, you guys will all know it. It's barely even news. If they don't announce it, I will come back on here after the direct and tell you what the leaked release date is. So, I recommend that you watch the direct portion of this podcast, you know, after I've watched the direct and then come back on here. I recommend that you watch that portion if you want to know if there's a Pikmin 4 release date. If you if there was no release date announced, I say it later on in this video. I guess I can, I can you know what? No, no, no. I guess I can say it right now. So the leaked release date is May 26th, 2023. Now, they would have to announce that if that's true. They have to announce it in the, in the direct. So if they do, good for you, good for me. Some Greek video game retailer leaked that. And it's just like, it's just, can you even trust it? You know, I don't know. But May 26th is the leaked date. If they announce it, cool. If they don't, that's the leak. Although, once again, if they, if they don't announce it in the Direct, it's probably not true. Because it says that the Direct is focused on, you know, the games releasing in the first half of 2023. That's the first half. And that's also pretty close to Tears of the Kingdom. So it's probably not going to happen. So, that's a leak right there. But anyways, for the real news, we got a, a an official poster for... The Mario movie, the Super Mario Bros. movie, has an official poster. I'll put it on the screen. Sorry to Spotify and Apple users, but let's go ahead and analyze this real quick. Mario, he's the biggest character besides Bowser, and he's obviously right smack in the middle, so he gets my attention. Uh, nothing really about him, just him being in the middle, I guess. Then, you know, you have Luigi tipping his hat, Donkey Kong. With a subtle flex, Peach looking at a bird flying, Kamek plotting plotting against somebody, Toad having the time of his life, this flying Koopa, uh, shoot, probably crushing on Peach, Bowser is ready to kill, uh, you have all these Koopas in the back, God knows what they're doing. And then you see it, you have a volcano, Mushroom Kingdom, a few blocks in the sky, Rainbow Road, and that's your poster. That is your, your poster for this movie. That is, I just broke it down for you in less, less than a minute. That is your poster. Do we like the poster? We're going to see this in the movie theater. We're going to see it outside the movie theater. If your theater does that, where they like put posters like outside. We're going to see this poster everywhere. Do we like it? I think it really couldn't have been any better. There's background detail, all the main characters in the middle. Like, it couldn't have been much better than that. Now, I mean, there's not much more to really analyze. I do think it looks really good. If I were to give it a rating out of 10, I would actually give it a... I mean, it's very vibrant. Characters are all there. Nothing to really complain about nothing is wrong i give that poster a 9.3 out of 10 i can't really point out what they should do to get that extra 0.7 but i feel like i I can't give it a 10 and i can't give it below a 9 so 9.3 really sums it up so we have that poster the movie is out april 7th Get your tickets if your movie theater lets you get them in advance. If not, get them when you can get them. Because there's no way 
that we're going to regret seeing that movie. I feel like it's just, you just, you just can't. You can't. It's a Mario movie. How often do they do that? It's not very often, you know? First, like, animated movie that used to do, like, you know, live action. Well, they had, like, those DVD. You know, Mario on the big screen doesn't happen often, you know? And then our second headline, before we get to direct talk, is Detective Pikachu. We, we knew this Pikachu character from the first Detective Pikachu movie back in what I believe was 2018, though I could be wrong about that. 2019, apologies. 2019. So that movie came out. And we were like, great movie. You know, obviously, it, it, it was fantastic. I thought, anyway. We have word. Official word. This, this is not rumored. It's official word that Detective Pikachu 2, for the movie, it is still an active development. Now, an article from My Nintendo News says a representative for Legendary Entertainment spoke to Polygon with some good news and bad news. The good news is that the film is still in active development. The bad news is that unfortunately, the representative was unable to confirm who is working on it. So we don't know what company, what brand, you know, who is working on the movie. No clue. But uh, that is good news, though. It's an official representative, and the movie is coming. We don't know when, but it's coming. Now, that would also mean that the Switch game is also coming. The sequel to the Detective Pikachu game, right? So, you have to look at that as well. That game was announced years ago. The sequel was announced year four or five years ago. The sequel was announced. No release date, no word, nothing. Nothing at all. And so we have to look at that as well, along with the movie still being in active development. When will the game release? Probably either alongside or after the movie, I would think. But you have to remember that is still in development as well. The game and the movie combined. I'm excited. I did like the first uh, Pikachu movie, and I'm excited for Detective Pikachu 2. I'm not sure if, if, if it'll be titled that, you know, just a 2 at the end, or if it'll be titled something cool, but we have to wait and see. I'm excited. Comment down below. What did you think of the first Detective Pikachu movie? I would love to know, and I'm excited. Let's go ahead and let's move on to one news segment, and I'm sure that you'd love to hear about it. Here we go. Now, in case you were unaware, Nintendo has updated their game sales units. So every once in a while, Nintendo will update all of their sales numbers. So for example, the Switch has now sold 122.55 million units. They only update that ever so often. And that is as of December 31st, 2022. So that's after all the holidays, pretty much, unless you, you, know, you bought some on New Year's with your New Year's money, you know. Apart from that, that is after the holidays, it sits at 122.55 million. Now, what I want to dive into is the top 10 best-selling games for the Switch. Those numbers also changed, and I want to go through the top 10 and a few other notable ones that have come up. So, 
I mean, we can just dive into this. So the 10th best selling Switch game is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee selling 15.07 million copies. Honestly, that's way more than I expected for that game, but it's a Pokemon game. Most Pokemon games fly, so makes sense. At nine, we have Ring Fit Adventure selling 15.22 million copies. Another one that actually surprised me. Like, that game was a bit more expensive. You have the Ring Con, a whole accessory. So to sell 15 million kind of shocked me, to be honest. Next, we have Super Mario Party at number eight, selling 18.79 million copies. That one doesn't shock me, although they sold 18 million pretty quick. So, I mean, it's it was a little fast for a Mario Party game, I thought, but good sales either way. At number seven, talk about a game selling quick. It's been out for like three months. <laughs> Pokemon Scarlet and Violet selling 20 0.61 million copies. That, I think, is the most insane one. 20 million copies in three months. Do you understand? That is like... What's what's the math? 8 million copies a month. Well, it was like 10 the first month. Uh, shoot. There's somebody every second. There's probably somebody buying... A copy of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Someone like just bought one the next second. Someone just bought one next second. Someone just it's like people are buying this game left, right, up, down, center, diagonal, everywhere, you know? Like people are buying this game like crazy. Number six, we have Super Mario Odyssey selling 25.12 million. No shocker there. Great Mario game. Number five is Pokemon Sword and Shield, 25.68 million. Number four, Breath of the Wild, 29 million on the dot. That one couldn't be a shocker either. I can only imagine, honestly, what Tears of the Kingdom is going to sell. That's going to sell stupid numbers, I think. Next, we have Super Smash Bros. Ultimate at number three, selling 30.44 million copies. I mean, come on, like, I didn't know that Smash was number three. I think Smash might have passed Breath of the Wild. I believe Breath of the Wild was number three. I could have that wrong, but I believe that it was three. And then it, I believe Smash passed it. I, I, I could be wrong though. 30.44 is a lot more than I would expect for a Smash game. I don't, I think that's probably the best selling one. I mean, just stupid numbers. <laughs> Next at, at number two, we have Animal Crossing New Horizons, 41.59 million. I mean, come on, come on. Now, like, like really, realistically, if the pandemic didn't happen, that number is not, it doesn't, doesn't exist. The pandemic obviously helped New Horizons. Now, is it a great game? A hundred percent. But that number, like, I, I honestly, I think that the pandemic added maybe, it's hard to say, at least 20 million to that. Guys, 40, 41 million. And the pandemic didn't add 20? I mean, guys, at least 20 million. Because that, that game, you have to remember, was gigantic in 2020. Right when it came out. Gi it was giant. It, it was crazy. Two weeks off of school, this game was massive. 20 million plus copies. Either way, great game. Next, at number one. You, you know the game. You already know what it is. But how many copies has it sold 
Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold 52 million copies on the dot. 52.00. That, guys, how how many people, how many times does 50, 7 billion divided by 52 million? Guys, so it, okay, hold, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what kind of math I was trying to do. So, it gave me 134. I think that if I'm doing the math right, that means one in 134 people that you walk up to in the street has a copy of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Hold on, hold on. Do, do you know how insane that is? Do you actually know how insane? 134 people, just one of them in the entire world has a copy of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That is nuts, honestly. Like, if you actually think about that, it only takes you a hundred... Okay, I'll stop with the emphasis. But that's a crazy number. Now, we have those games, right? But a few other notable ones that are big games but aren't in the top 10. You have Pokemon Legends Arceus, 14.63 million. So it's, it's almost in the top 10. It could be eventually. Splatoon 3, 10.14 million. Great number. Kirby in the Forgotten Land, 6.12 million. And Nintendo Switch Sports. Switch Sports has has honestly surprised me. For the amount of heat that that game gets, to sell 8.61, almost 9 million, is insane. Like, there's got to be some people that actually like that game. Because everyone bashes it. They all say it's terrible. But for 8.61 million, like... Someone's got to like it, and obviously people love the game, but I see a lot of bashing that comes to that game, and I never understood it. I thought it was okay. It's okay until you compare it to Wii Sports. It's all good until you start comparing, which is the case with a lot of things in life. You know, you're if you're working towards something, and then you compare it to like the smartest kid in the class, you get kind of down on yourself. Like That's like the same thing that happens here. It's good until you compare it, and that goes for everything in life. So, Switch Sports, 8.61. Like, Nintendo is just raking in the dough. They're, they're, they're just raking in the dough. Like, there's so many copies of Switch games being sold. Crazy stuff. But anyways, the next topic is Nintendo Direct Talk. I'm going to change my shirt. I'll be back at a whole different appearance, and I'll be back to discuss the Direct I'll see you then. Alright, I am fresh off the stream. I just had some peanut butter crackers. Life is good. We're throwing heat. We just watched the Direct. What do I think? I think it's pretty good. I think it was pretty good. We're going to go through all of it. Talk about what was great, what was meh. Let's dissect this whole Direct. So, we started off with a bang. Pikmin... Four. We all love Pikmin 4, we got some gameplay, and then that followed up with a release date. That release date is July 21st, 2023. I want to make sure that I have that right, but I believe that is the release date, July 21st. The Direct hasn't like processed yet, so you can't like skip around too easily, but it is July 21st, 2023. So that's the date for Pikmin 4. 
I mean, honestly, I really, really thought it was going to be delayed to next year because they hadn't shown us any gameplay when they uh, when they announced it. But I mean, I'll take it. I will take that. I will buy it in July on release date. Fun stuff there <clears throat> and good on Pikmin 4. So that's going to come. And then after that, we had a Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Expansion Pass Volume 3. We had that come out. Now, I'm not too well versed in the Xenoblade world, so I couldn't tell you much about it. But that came as a first party title update. And that was there. People love Xenoblade. So I'm sure it was great news, but I couldn't comment too much on that. We then had Shaken Amigo, which is a Sega game. It actually got leaked prior to the Direct, but I didn't see that leak, so thank gosh it wasn't spoiled for me. Third-party games. And then we had something which I did not expect. I didn't expect this one, okay? We got Splatoon 3 DLC. I'm just kidding. I kind of expect. I kind of expected it. Because it's about that time we bought Splatoon 3. It's like, how long until the DLC actually comes out? We got it revealed. Now, I'm going to go back to where it was revealed in this direct and dissect this one bit by bit because this one's actually like kind of interesting. So we could tell it was DLC from, from the jump. As soon as it showed Splatoon 3, we knew it was DLC. Now, it has two waves to it. Wave 1 is called, is called Inkopolis. I'm playing the trailer right in front of me. Yeah, so this is what I thought it was. The Splatoon 1 Inkopolis, I believe, is becoming available for you to visit or have as your lobby or your town. We don't know too much info. It's just the narrator telling us what he's telling us. But it says, you know, create the original Splatoon world as your stomping grounds. You can go and visit. It's got the same products, though, he says. So that comes with the DLC. Also, during Splatfest, the Squid Sisters are performing, which is actually pretty cool because I wasn't sure if they'd be back. But the Squid Sisters perform during Splatfest in Inkopolis when you have the DLC. I'm going to buy it right away. I'm so excited for that. I love a Splatoon 1, so this is perfect for me. So perfect, and I'm, I want to see more things like this. Like, for example... If we could have Animal Crossing New Horizons with New Leaf uh, soundtrack, like kind of revisiting those old games, more things like that would be really cool. So we had that, and then we saw a bit of a weird kind of reveal for the Wave 2. It's called Side Order, and it was kind of like an eerie reveal. It was just really, really weird. I don't want to show any of it because it's still new, and I'm not sure. I probably wouldn't get copyrighted, but I don't want to show any of it just in case. But it was kind of like a weird cinematic eerie reveal for the Wave 2 part of it. But either way, it's called Side Order. We have to wait until we hear more information there. We weren't shown very much for the Side Order Wave 2 part of the Splatoon DLC. But Inkopolis, that part of the DLC comes out in spring 2023. Spring starts March 20th. So that's sometime until from then until June, summer. So... If I had to guess, maybe like an April or May release date, that sounds about right. So after Splatoon 3, we had, if I could go back and find my list of timestamps that I created. Sorry, guys, this is very unprofessional of me. So after Splatoon 3, we had Disney Illusion Island. And that game got its release date, I believe. I already, I, I, I forget it already, 
But this is a game that I've been really interested in, Disney Illusion Island, just because I love Disney games. This is no different. The game releases on July 28th of this year. Pre-orders begin today. And this is basically a multiplayer. It doesn't have to be multiplayer, but it's a multiplayer, four-player Mickey Disney game where you go basically on an adventure. I believe it's a story mode game. And it's just a great Disney multiplayer game. Obviously, I can't tell you much about it because I don't have the game, nor do we know very much. But that's kind of what I can tell you based off of what we know. After that, we had Fire Emblem. Uh, it was a Fire Emblem expansion pass for Fire Emblem Engage, which just released a few weeks ago. It was an expansion pass. I'm not too well versed on Fire Emblem, so I'm not going to go into it too deep. But we had that. Good news for anybody who actually bought that game. Or Sorry, not, not who actually bought that game, as if no one bought it. Good news for those who did buy the game. And then we had a game called Harmony Octopath Traveler, which was a shocker to me. But that game, Octopath Traveler 2, was in there. And then we had Katamari. Uh, I'm not too sure. It sounded a bit interesting, this Katamari game. Um, it's called We Love Katamari, and it looked kind of interesting, but it also looked like it would be a bad third-party title. I'm not saying that it is one, but it just looks that way from, from, from what you see. Then we had Sea of Stars, Omega Strikers, and then we had, oh, and by the way, Omega Strikers, it's a free-to-play game, I believe it's like an air hockey type of game where there's a bunch of characters on this air hockey table or something like that. It's a free-to-play game where you kick around the air hockey puck, try to score in the other team's goal. It looks really fun, especially for a free-to-play game. It looks like it has a lot of potential. And so I'm actually looking forward to playing that one. And so that game releases on April 27th. I'm going to download it the first day. After that, we had Etrian Odyssey, a full-on collection. And I've never played that game before, but it looks really relaxing, real cozy, and my kind of game, honestly, it's made by Sega, and I do want to look into it and maybe even download it when it comes out. So that's that's also coming. Then we had Advance Wars, which was leaked to be in this direct. We had it in the direct. I didn't know that it was Advance Wars until it said Advance Wars. I've just never been familiar with, with the series, but that's a cool announcement as well. It's a game made by Nintendo, so good news there. Then we had Kirby, the Kirby's Return to Dreamland game, get a bit more of an overview trailer, more details on that game, and the epilogue. And then after that is my favorite part of this Direct. We got Game Boy games coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Game Boy games and Game Boy Color games are coming over. So that is for Switch Online users, and then Game Boy Advance games are coming for Switch Online plus expansion pack users. So, Game Boy, the, the whole library is coming. Not actually, you know, just some, it's some select games here and there, but for both systems, the games are coming. So, a few of the games that were actually featured in there, we can go through some of them. We have Tetris, we have Super Mario Land 2, we have Link's Awakening, we have Gargoyle's Quest, Game & Watch Gallery 3, Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare, Metroid 2, Wario Land 3, Kirby's Dream Land. That's the one that I'm going to play the most, I think, Kirby's Dream Land. That one, honestly, 
piques my interest the most as it is the first Kirby game ever. We have more games coming in the future, such as The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons, Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages, Pokemon Trading Card Game, Kirby Tilt, and Tumble. And that is it for the Game Boy and Game Boy Color section. After that, we got Game Boy Advance games announced to come to Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. When we had that, we got the games revealed as well. Super Mario Advance 4 is one of them, which has Super Mario Bros. 3. And then we had WarioWare Inc. Kuru Kuru Kururin. Kururin? Something like that. I, I don't know. Mario Kart Super Circuit. Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which is probably the best one in there, in my opinion. And then we had The Legend of Zelda, The Minish Cap. We had, uh, I believe that's, that's actually it. And then for games coming soon, we have Metroid Fusion, Kirby, and The Amazing Mirror, Fire Emblem, F-Zero, Golden Sun. And those are the games coming to the Game Boy Advance section of the Switch Online membership expansion pack stuff thing, my bobber. And so I'm very excited about that. I don't, I don't have the expansion pack but I have the normal Switch Online membership, and so I'm excited to play those Game Boy games. Now, after that, which is pretty big news, we got the remaster of Metroid Prime for the GameCube. This I am very, very excited for. I'm so excited because I've never played a Metroid game, and I was looking into actually buying Metroid Prime for the GameCube very recently, and for it to come to the Switch... Now I can play it on the Switch? Man, thank you so much, Nintendo. I know it may seem a bit of a shocker that I've never actually played a Metroid game. I w it was just before my time, and, you know, uh, there's never been a real one on the Switch apart from Metroid Dread. And I just didn't have much of an interest. I'm not sure. And, like, when it was on the 3DS and the GameCube and the... I, I just never picked it up. I never picked up a Metroid game. This is my opportunity, and I'm going to finally do it. So, I'm going to buy the physical edition in two weeks. I just love physical games so much. Not to mention, the cover art does look very, very good. So, I'm going to buy the physical edition. I'll probably head over to, to Target or something and just pick it up. Um, so, that'll be fun. I'll probably go on release date, maybe that morning, pick it up, and play that day. Should be super, super fun. I'm, I'm really excited for Metroid Prime Remaster. And then we had a game called Master Detective, which is just your third-party game that I'm not too sure about, but who is sure about those games? Like, not many people are excited for those, but if you are, I mean, I'm not trying to, not trying to yuck your yum or yuck it at all. I'm not saying it's a bad game. We're just not well-versed, so who are we to talk about it? And then we had Fantasy Life, which honestly, this looks like an Animal Crossing Zelda. You, you design and sculpt an entire island, and you beat up monsters. It's literally Animal Crossing and Zelda crossover, which is a brilliant idea. I'm probably gonna buy the game. I'm probably gonna buy that game. It sounds really fun. Animal Crossing, Zelda, build your island, cook, everything. Fish, It's it looks so much fun. Very cute graphics. I'll probably buy that game. And then we had Professor Layton. Not much of a trailer. More so just a teaser, an announcement. It was very quick, and then they announced Professor Layton and the new world of Steam. So, not much at all, once again, but they just showed the title, and that's enough for fans to get excited. After that, they showed off the Mario Kart Wave 4 DLC. Now, 
we didn't get very much of it, but what we did get was a brand new, not not brought over, a brand new Yoshi's Island track. It has Yoshi's Island, and then if you realize, if you look at the trailer, there are different colored Yoshis that are racing. There's a blue one, a red one, a few other colors, I I, I believe, and they have new colored Yo, like, 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 that's super cool because, you know, we had Yoshi, but what if you can be a red one, a blue one, if multiple people want to be Yoshi, you know, it's like, it makes, it makes it really convenient now that we have Yoshi's Island and now multiple people can be Yoshi in the same game. So we had that and then we didn't get any other tracks revealed. We only got that and Birdo is coming to the game. Birdo is coming to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Birdo should have always been in there, but she just wasn't. So it's cool to see Birdo come over to the game now. So we had that. That is available in spring 2023. So keep your eye out and buy the DLC if you've not already, because that should be worth it. And then we had a whole batch of games. These games included Minecraft Legends, Blanc, Mega Man, <laughs> a game called Have a Nice Death, WSCE Baseball Power Pros, Disney Dreamlight Valley has a new Realm update in April 2023. After that, we had Tales of Symphonia Remastered. Never heard of the game, but you know, it's, it's in here and someone might be pretty happy about it. So we, so we had those games. And then we had our final Big Bang announcement, Tears of the Kingdom. So this was a trailer. It was a gameplay trailer. Nah, nah. It was a game overview trailer, more of a cinematic trailer. We didn't get to see much like on-hand gameplay. We just saw cinematics and more to the game, like the monsters, cool music, you know, just things like that. We didn't get to see on hands what the gameplay will, will look like on the Switch. Just cinematics. But then after that is where the real announcements come. So while the trailer was very cool and gives you goosebumps and chills while you watch it, the Big Bang came after the trailer where we got revealed the collector's edition for this game. So there was a collector's edition for Tears of the Kingdom. Now there's actually an in-depth video on this on the Nintendo UK YouTube channel. So if we go in the video, it shows you what everything actually is. It shows you the, the game and the steel book that it comes with. There is an art book that has some cool illustrations in it. There's a set of four different pins, a steel poster, and of course the box that it comes with. That is all shown in the collector's edition trailer, and that is all that is in there. Now that'll cost $130 I'm hearing. $130 for that, given the game already costs $70, that's an extra $60, I'd say it's pretty worth it. A steel poster, an art book, pin sets in a steel book that could arguably cost an extra 60 bucks so it's a very fair price although it is still a hefty price at the end of the day 130 is still hefty so will i buy it no just because i'm not that into zelda uh will i buy the, the game on release date 100 percent. but i just won't buy the collector's edition if you plan on buying a collector's edition be ready and be on the lookout those go and sell so quick if you want one, show up to your local game store hours before they open. And game, sorry, game store as in like, uh, I'm not sure if GameStop would have them, but Best Buy, Target, Walmart, you know, wherever actually has them. Uh, call beforehand and see if you can get one or not get one, but maybe 
Call beforehand and see if they have any in stock. And then you need to get there early, man. You have to get there very early. If there's a pre-order, pre-order it right away. Because these things go quick and they're very, very hard to get. So, up to you there. But after that, that was it for the Direct. Once again, you need to get your hands on that Collector Edition quick if you really do want it. It's not going to wait for you. People, people are buying them left, right, and center once they're out. So, be quick on that. But that is it for the Direct. We just dissected it. What do I rate the Direct overall? I rate it a 7.8 out of 10. My favorite parts of the Direct were the Splatoon DLC. I love that. The Game Boy coming to Switch Online. Uh, Disney Illusion Island. Mario Kart DLC. Tears of the Kingdom. My absolute favorite part was the Metroid Prime Remaster. Just because I've been looking to play that game and I was looking to buy it on the GameCube. But now that it's remastered and coming to Switch, couldn't have worked that much better for me. So I'm going to be buying that. I believe it is $40 actually. It's not a full $60 port. Uh, that's at least how much it costs on the eShop anyway. It costs $40. I hope it's not $60. For the physical edition, that makes no sense, obviously, but like, but like, I hope it's no fishy stuff going on there. So, Metroid Prime, I'm buying it physically in two weeks, but that is it for the whole direct portion of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you enjoy the direct. Let me know in the comments if you're on YouTube, what do you rate the direct? What was your favorite part? Everything about it. Anyways, let's move on to our answering your questions segment of this podcast. All right, time for your favorite and my favorite and the final segment of the week. It is time to answer your questions. You guys left me questions on Discord for me to answer, and I am here to do that for you. Now, if you want to ask me a question, in the description of this podcast is a link to my Discord server. Head on over to there and go to the Ask M Swizzle section. Ask away. Ask me anything that you want answered, and I will go ahead and answer it for you. Now, to start, It's Katie asks, favorite drink? Favorite drink? Uh, so, I'm a big water guy, as you can see if you're watching the video version. This big jug of water. I'm a big water guy, okay? But I don't want to be basic. So, if it's not water, I'm not a real soda guy. I'm not even like a lemonade. I'm no, Hold on. I love lemonade. But it's like, if I had to drink one thing, it wouldn't be that. Honestly, sounds boring. But probably just Powerade or like Gatorade Zero. I don't like the real sugary ones, but Gatorade Zero, Powerade Zero, uh, favorite colors of those drinks. Orange is good for Powerade and Gatorade. Uh, the, the, the like lime one is good for Gatorade Zero. That one's really good. The blue Gatorade Zero, the purple Powerade Zero, all those are very good. It's nice to also wake up with. When you wake up, drink one of those. Like it's, it's, it's so amazing. But that's the favorite drink. Next we have uh, Freddy Fartbear. What a what a W name. Asks favorite YouTuber. Now it's so tough. I have to think. For me, it's super hard to just pick one. But if I could name a few, I like UFC, which is a cage fight organization. I like to watch those. And my favorite YouTubers that talk about. That organization are former fighters. Uh, one is Chael Sonnen, Michael Bisping. You know, any of those guys. I don't expect anybody to actually know who those people are. But if I'm going to give you an answer, that is the answer. Next, Riptide Jr. asks, favorite game? 
My favorite game of, of all time is Animal Crossing New Leaf for the 3DS. It's right here. So, uh, this is a 2DS, but, you know, same thing, same thing, same thing. So, New Leaf for the 3DS. Next, JC the Memer asks, what character do you want to see in the Mario movie that has not been confirmed or revealed? And if you already answered that question, then did you see the new Puss in Boots movie? And if you did, what do you think? So, for the character that has not been confirmed or revealed, I was asked that a few episodes ago, and I said Toadsworth. Toadsworth is like the grandfather Toad. He showed up in Super Mario Sunshine and a few other games here and there. And I don't believe he has been shown off or revealed or any of that in the movie. I want to see Toadsworth. Now, for the Puss in Boots movie, I also didn't see it. My mom and my brother saw it, and my grandpa saw it, I believe. And uh, they said it wasn't amazing. Like, it wasn't, like, crazy good. It was, it was kind of average, they said. But uh, I have not personally seen it, no. But <laughs> I kind of wanted to see it, but I just... I, I didn't feel like it on the night. Like, on the night, I just wanted to stay home. The Soda Boy asks, if you could ban a food from just being a thing entirely, what would it be? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I don't really... I don't despise foods. Probably something that I eat way too much of. So maybe we can get rid of, like, peanut butter crackers or something. Like, I eat way too many of those. Like, like, like way too many. Like, as in way too many, it's like, sometimes it'll be, like, twice a day. I haven't had any today. Like, it's just a lot. And I run through boxes of them, and it, it's a lot. But anyways, we can ban peanut butter crackers. Very good. I just have too many. Now, Cactus Lord Gaming asks, does pineapple belong on pizza? Uh, I think so. I think anything belongs on pizza. I think, like, a 2DS belongs on pizza. A 3DS cartridge belongs on pizza. Like, you know, any anything. I feel like... With pizza or anything that you can add toppings to, anything goes. You know, like, whatever you want. People have their own food mixes. Like, you can put a taco on pizza, and I wouldn't question you. Like, anything goes with pizza or anything that you, that you can add toppings on. All I ask is that you put something on there that you like, and it tastes good. So, once again, if you want to put a taco on your pizza, be my guest. Next, that diehard Mario fan, our last question asks favorite Kong in the DK series. I love them all, but to narrow it down to one, my answer is Cranky Kong. I love Cranky Kong. No exact reason. You don't get to see very much of him, but uh, it's just, it's something about him. You can see him in the movie, just sitting in the King's chair. He's such a legend. I love Cranky Kong. Now, that is it for the Mario Matter episode 24. Thank you all so much for watching. If you did enjoy, leave a like. It helps out a little bit too much, but it helps out a lot. Thank you all for watching. Subscribe if you're new. Leave us a pleasant rating if you enjoyed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Shout out to our channel members who help support the channel and help me create the content that I do. I love you all so, so much. I'll see you all in the next episode and enjoy the new games announced in the Direct. I have not watched it yet because, you know, it's still before the Direct airs, but have a good one. I'll see you all next week. Adios. Adios.